Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. I am Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, this is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Monica Crowley, and on my Instagram account, at Monica Crowley underscore where we post a lot of news about this show and clips and what's coming up. So please join me on social media. You can also send me an email about this show. The email address is monicacrowleypodcast at gmail.com. monicacrowleypodcast at gmail.com. I'm getting a ton of your emails, so thank you. And of course, at the end of each show, I read some of them on the air. So if you want to hear me read one of your emails, please let me know what's on your mind. Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. I've gotten a ton of emails from you guys about election integrity and the 2020 election and what happened there. So today we're actually going to devote a big part of the program to speaking to David Bossie of Citizens United. He's got a brand new documentary out called Rigged, uh, how Zuckerberg funded the plot to basically remove the election from Donald Trump and elect Joe Biden. And now we're all stuck with the consequences, right? So later in the show, we are going to talk to Bossy about his new documentary, which you can stream at rigged2020.com. They premiered it last night at Mar-a-Lago. I could not be there. Unfortunately, I was invited and wanted to go and join President Trump, but I couldn't because I was booked on Jesse Waters. So I was booked in primetime Fox News last night, and so I couldn't make it over to Mar-a-Lago. But I have seen the film, and it is blockbuster. 
it's just phenomenal. So we're going to talk to him and really get into the nitty gritty about how Zuckerberg poured in nearly half a billion dollars to defeat uh, Donald Trump in 2020 and how we're going to try to stop this from happening again. You know, I've said this and I'll raise this with Bossy too, but I have said this repeatedly. The left tried to destroy Donald Trump. They continue to do it. But leading into 2020, they tried everything. They threw the kitchen sink at Donald Trump to try to stop him and destroy him. From the Russia hoax to multiple bogus impeachments, you name it, they threw the kitchen sink at the man. The fact that he is still standing is extraordinary. He's superhuman. But they threw everything at him. Therefore, going into 2020, why wouldn't we think that they would try to rig the election to defeat him? And therefore, why were we not better prepared? It is the eternal question. It literally keeps me up at night. Why weren't we prepared for them to try to rip this thing out from under Donald Trump? Why did we not have our eye on the ball? So we're going to cover this over the course of the show, but today we're going to dedicate a big chunk of it to the Zuckerberg angle of this. He put more money into the 2020 race than any other individual in American history. It is despicable, but it was legal at the time. So let's see if we're better prepared this time. First up, though, the Monica memo. The regime now is openly admitting that this is Obama's third term. Yesterday, we saw the president at the White House, and we saw the actual president at the White House. You know, the guy actually steering the ship of state, such as it is. We are now in a slow-motion constitutional crisis in which our top two leaders are both relatively incapacitated at the same time although in different ways. The president, and I'm going to call Biden a a Pino, P-I-N-O, a Pino president in name only. The Pino is in severe cognitive decline. That's apparent to everybody. And the vice president is in a state of perpetual nervous breakdown. Neither one is equipped to do the job. The American people know it too, which is one of the many reasons why their poll numbers are circling the drain. Of course, this is exceedingly dangerous. But if you're in the White House, the Democrats, they're only concerned or they're most concerned with the polls and politics, which is why yesterday they wheeled out Barack Obama for a cameo on Obamacare. It was a transparently desperate play for emotion and nostalgia, like, oh, remember the good old days with Barack Obama? Actually, it was uh, the onset of this accelerated socialism that we're seeing now under the, the ghost of a man in Joe Biden. But they thought wheeling out Obama will evoke all kinds of nostalgic feelings and everybody will, will be so happy to see Obama. Actually, It was like a sad little reboot of a once popular TV show. It was like the the just awful little woke reboot of Sex in the City. Just terrible. But they wheeled out Obama because they thought it would help. Well, it actually had the exact opposite effect because there was the video. 
the video of dead man shuffling. There is Obama, seen on on tape, there is Obama after the event, being swarmed by people, people sending their good wishes, laughing. There's Obama cracking up, shaking hands, working the room like he never left. And then there's Biden shuffling around alone, desperate for someone, anyone to pay attention to him. He's seen yelling out, Barack, Barack, trying to get Obama's attention, Obama completely blowing him off. There's Biden getting lost in the crowd, can't get anybody's attention. This is like when the star quarterback returns to his old high school and the current losing quarterback gets ghosted. That's what this was. And I was on Jesse Waters last night and I said it's sad and it is sad and it's pitiful and pathetic. But it's also incredibly dangerous for this country You cannot have dead man shuffling as the commander-in-chief in a very dangerous world. And that's why, while it's sad, the vast majority of us are angry. This is a personal tragedy for the Biden family, the whole corrupt family, that the old man, the patriarch, is losing it. But it is a source of tremendous anger for the rest of us. We are furious that we are in this position. Look, we're all going to get there someday. God willing, we will all all grow old. Okay? But that doesn't mean you need or want the old person as president of the United States. We are furious that we're in this position now with a senile president shuffling around with a vacant look on his face. We are pissed. Which brings me to a point that I've been making. You're seeing all of these stories in the propaganda press, like the New York Times, like the Washington Post, suddenly, 18 months later, uh, long after it would really matter prior to the 2020 election, Um, You're seeing all these mainstream outlets now confirming the Hunter laptop, confirming Hunter's emails, uncovering all of a sudden all of the Biden family corruption. You're seeing these stories now emerge for only one reason. And that is that the left's power brokers have now determined that both Hunter and his father are big, big liabilities. And they want them gone. They want them out. It's over. Biden is toast. It may go down one of two ways. Either the 25th Amendment, where they will, they got to get the cabinet together and so on. Maybe they're working on members of the cabinet to basically condemn the president like you would condemn a building. That this person is incapacitated and unable to perform the duties of the president. Or they could do a forced resignation over health issues. And then they're going to have to convince Jill uh, to work on that. I don't know if any, if either or both of these things are underway. I don't know. But what I do know is that they have made the determination that Biden has to go. Of course, if he does go, we're going to get the, uh, the nervous breakdown queen. But the question is, who do they move into the vice presidential spot? 
And if they're going to do all of this, they've got to do it this year. Because if they move out Biden and bump up Kamala, God help us, they're going to have to move someone into the VP spot. And that spot needs to be confirmed by the Senate. If the Republicans flip the Senate come November, we're going to have no vice president because the Republicans just will not uh, approve or confirm anyone. So they've got to move fast. That's why now you're starting to see all of these stories come out about the Biden family corruption. They've got to move this year to get someone else in the VP spot. And you know what? That could be Hillary Clinton or it could be Michelle Obama. Mark my words, they're going to choose one of those two women to replace Kamala if she bumps up to the top spot, and then they'll get rid of her and move either Hillary or Michelle into the top and so that they can run in 24 as an incumbent. If it sounds far-fetched, I am telling you, I am usually right about these things. I may be wrong about this, but I'm telling you the pieces are now starting to move. What about people who say to me, but Monica, come on, Democrats protect their own. He's not going anywhere. Well, Democrats protect their own until they don't. And when they decide someone is a liability, they are gone. Democrats are ruthless, they are brutal, and they are vicious. And I think they've made the call now that Biden needs to go. And so I think they are, they're moving against him the way they moved against Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo was the king of New York. Andrew Cuomo was a, uh, he was the king of the pandemic. Andrew Cuomo was being talked about as a Democratic candidate for president. And then guess what? Within the space of two weeks, he was gone. Why? because the Democrats realized that he was a liability and they threw him overboard. Do not think for one second that they will not do the same thing with Joe Biden. And in fact, I think they have already begun. Mark my words, I'm glad this is on tape because I have a feeling I am correct. Dead man shuffling, soon to be gone. All right, let's hit a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to delve into the 2020 election and all of the corruption uh, spearheaded in large part by Mark Zuckerberg and his deep pockets. Um, That rigged election gave us this catastrophic nightmare. So we're going to talk to Dave Bossy about his new film and digging really into Zuckerberg, big tech, and how they rigged the last election. And we are now all paying the consequences. Back right after this. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike other supplements, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like the heart, 
lungs, kidneys, and the immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast and tastes so good. It's really delicious, guys, and you'll feel better with more energy and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. I certainly noticed that in me since I started taking Field of Greens. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Well, I have gotten a ton of emails from you guys asking me to cover the 2020 election and what went down there. We are absolutely going to do that because you cannot deal with 2022 or 2024 until you fix 2020. So today we're going to get into it because there's a new documentary out called Rigged, the Zuckerberg-funded plot to defeat Donald Trump. It premiered last night at Mar-a-Lago, and President Trump was extremely thrilled to see it out, and now now it's everywhere, because you can stream it at rigged2020.com. That website, again, rigged2020.com. I have seen this film, and I have to tell you, it is a must-see. You have to watch it because it is such an important part of this puzzle. We've got to know the truth about what happened so we can stop it from happening again. Joining me now to walk us through all of this is my longtime friend, David Bossy. Dave, of course, is the president of Citizens United, which produced the documentary. Dave narrates it as well. Hi, Dave. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me, Monica. Great to be here. Great to have you here, and congratulations on Rigged. And like I said, it is such a necessary piece of work, because what you do here is you really put a lot of the pieces together. So I want to begin, and we're going to spend a good deal of time with you here. I want to begin with the central villain of the 2020 rigged election against Donald Trump. And that central uh, villain is Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and Meta Infamy. Talk to us, if you would, start out by by telling us how did he hatch what became a $400 million plan to rig the 2020 election? Because you say that they bought the election way ahead of time. Yeah, everybody wonders how it was rigged or stolen, uh, as President Trump has continuously said. Um, And the mainstream media, just like the Hunter Biden laptop story, Monica, said, oh, this is fake news. This is a Russian plant. This is, uh, you know, unproven. Well, they say the same thing about the election. And we know what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop story. It turns out to be 100 percent true. And that's what's going to happen here. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg was held to account by Hillary Clinton and by Silicon Valley and by his own employees at Facebook for what they believed his slight, which was to allow Mark Zuckerberg, to allow Donald Trump access to Facebook and Facebook data, which we used during the campaign, just like Hillary Clinton did. And so because he had such a revolt on his hands, I believe he felt he had to make his penance. And that is 
that he spent $400 million. And let me just put it in perspective. And we do it in the film um, is that the Democrat national committee, the entire two year cycle, entire 2019, 2020 cycle, the Democratic national committee for ads, TV commercials, radio, digital staff, overhead, every aspect spent $460 million over two years. Mm. The Mark Zuckerberg spent $400 million in about 120 to 150 days, okay, before the 2020 election, off the books, meaning it was non-disclosed money run through 501c3s, which are supposed to be nonpartisan. And David Pluff, Barack Obama's campaign manager, is the chief strategist for the Chan Zuckerberg initiative. And the C3s, especially the one that got most of the money, uh, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, is run by radical. And when I mean radical, radical left-wing activists. And that's what, that's what Mark Zuckerberg did. He put his money in their hands to do with what they will. And if, as you know, um, David Pluff's really smart. And, and a lot of these activists, they know how to use this money effectively. And that's what they did. They put their thumb on the scale with no one looking. They weren't doing TV commercials. They were paying for the actual election day operations. They were buying equipment and paying employees who were going to count the votes. It's really stunning, Dave, because and I want to I really want to walk through this because you delve into it in Rigged. And again, you can stream it now at Rigged2020.com. So $400 million is the most any individual has ever spent uh, in a political campaign in the history of the country. That is stunning because we have all of these election finance rules. You at Citizens United have been on the leading front of this for a very long time. And yet here you've got Zuckerberg. And I, I've found your explanation for why he did it really fascinating because, you know, yes, Zuckerberg is on the left. Yes, he wanted Trump defeated. So those were political reasons. But the psychological reason for why Mark Zuckerberg stepped up to do this is fascinating. It's sort of like CNN and Jeff Zucker. You know, back in 2016, they were running all of Trump's rallies and they had him for multiple interviews. And then they got criticized for helping to get Trump elected. So then Zucker feels like, well, now I've got to pay my penance because I'm getting hit by the left. Zuckerberg, it seems to be the same psychological dynamic for why he did what he did. Am I wrong? You're exactly right. That's why CNN and others did not run the president's rallies as much as they did in 16. They felt like they helped him get elected by making his right. voice available to the right. people. Right. So what then, a, what then, a, then they wanted what, to what, lock that that down. Right. That's what the free press is supposed to do. Okay. They gave equal time to Hillary Clinton, but she was a terrible candidate. Okay. And had a terrible message. This time, Joe Biden was hiding in his basement. So they had a less is more theory of the race. And Donald Trump, who's out there doing all these rallies, weren't get, didn't get the coverage that he did in 16. And it impacted the race. Look, he only lost by 42,000 votes in three states, folks. This was a, an incredibly co- close election. Let me just give you a couple of things in a couple of different states, Monica, because I think your, your listeners are going to find this intriguing. So the Zuckerberg defenders say, well, a majority of the 2,500 grants that the Center for Tech and Civic Life gave out, a majority of those grants were given to Trump red districts. 
that's fine. We don't dispute that. We don't even care. We don't care because when they were giving out all these grants in $10,000 increments, nobody, it doesn't matter. But when they were giving out the 162 grants of $400,000 or more, and those 162 grants totaled $272 million. Now, the Center for Tech and Civic Life got $327 million. So $272 million went out in these 162 grants. And of the $272 million, 92% of that money was spent in Biden districts that, that Biden carried. That's putting your thumb on a scale. That is a tremendous um Absolutely tremendous uh, amount of money spent in these urban centers where there's high Democrat votes. And then let's go to a couple of states specific. In Georgia, $50 million of Zuckerberg's money was spent there. $50 million, the most of any state. I wonder why. Okay. I mean, that's just not a coincidence. And of the $50 million, 94% of that money went to Biden carried districts. I think that's pretty amazing. In Arizona, as an example, when I, when the president saw this last night, he absolutely was, it was shocked by it. In the funded counties in Arizona versus the unfunded counties, in the funded counties uh, of the, 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 the Zuckerberg money, Biden outperformed Hillary Clinton by 700,000 votes. He outperformed. He didn't come to Arizona. He couldn't even fill up the eight circles when he would come to the parking lot in Arizona. Donald Trump would hold rallies with 50,000 people at him. But yet Joe Biden turned out 700,000 more people in the funded counties over Hillary Clinton's turnout and still only won by 10,000 votes. And that is Zuckerberg putting his thumb on the scale. And you know what you point out in the movie, specifically to Arizona, that where where that money, the Zuckerberg money went, Democrats, as you say, far outstripped Republicans. But in the rest of Arizona, Republicans outstripped the Democrats. So it looks like in the rest of these precincts, in the rest of these states, uh, Donald Trump was leading um, and and looking like he was going to carry the state, but the Zuckerberg money was targeted to those districts to get out the vote. And you're saying even in those uh, blue states like California and New York, he put money in to try to drive up the popular vote uh, margin for Biden in the the event that he did not carry the Electoral College, right? That's exactly right. I mean, look, they wanted to use that narrative. They used that narrative in 16. And they wanted to continue to use it. So they did. They sent money to to Dallas, Texas and to Houston, Texas, where they didn't think they were going to win Texas, but they wanted to drive up the vote in those urban centers. They sent money to California and Illinois and New York State and New Jersey, these heavily, where they were going to just run up the score. And they wanted to do that because what did people do there in Illinois and in California? Democrats don't turn out to vote if they're voting for Joe Biden because they know he's going to win anyway, that state. They didn't know if he was going to win the presidency, but they know they're going to win in Illinois. So they're not motivated to turn out. And in order to motivate him to turn out, they sent us money into those states. And it was a, a, a brilliant part of the strategy. 
All right, let's hit a quick break, Dave. We're going to have more with Dave Bossy, who is the president of Citizens United, who has produced this extraordinary film on 2020 called Rigged, the Zuckerberg-funded plot to defeat Donald Trump. You can stream it now at rigged2020.com. On the other side of the break, Dave, I want to get into uh, the Clinton uh, machinery, the Obama machinery, how they were all deeply involved in this, how they leveraged the COVID pandemic, and then what we are doing to fix this. And I've got a couple of really big questions for you on that score. I'm Monica Crowley, back in a flash. Back now with the great David Bossy, the president of Citizens United, which just produced a fantastic new documentary on the 2020 election called Rigged, the Zuckerberg-funded plot to defeat Donald Trump. You can stream it right now at rigged2020.com. It is a must-see. So, Dave, um, in our earlier chat, you were talking about the role of uh, the Obamas and the Clintons and their massive political operations, including the Obama and Clinton foundations, which you hear all about this in Rigged, they are deeply involved. Talk to us about the role of David Pluff, who was Obama's campaign manager, and a guy named Joel Benenson, which you also highlight in the film. He was the chief strategist for Hillary Clinton. They are hip deep in this operation for Mark Zuckerberg. Tell us about it. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. If Mark Zuckerberg wanted to have the appearance of being nonpartisan, if he wanted, I mean, Monica, it's like it's like somebody, uh, some big Republican donor, uh, uh, when Shel- Sheldon Adelson was around, one of the all-time greats, uh, if he had hired, oh, I don't know, Corey Lewandowski and Dave Bossy to run a, <laughs> a, a nonpartisan a nonpartisan organization, and then we're going to sell to the Washington Post that we're really not Republican or conservative activists. We're really, trust us, we're going to be nonpartisan. Nobody would believe it, and, and there would be skepticism by the media, and the Washington Post and the New York Times would be coming after us and, and, and making us answer questions, and instead – Nobody even asked David Pluff a question and nobody asked Mark Zuckerberg a question. And let me just say this uh, before I, you know, this just came to mind. Comcast MSDNC. Okay. We, we were, we're buying television ads, 30 second ads to promote our movie. Okay. And guess what? Uh, We decided to buy Silicon Valley. Okay. We, we, we wanted to show everyone in Silicon Valley about this movie and uh, Comcast NBC owns the affiliates there and they rejected the movie commercial yesterday. So it is outrageous that they NBC can censor us because they don't like our messaging in the movie. And if, if, you know, if, if, if we, if the two was on the other foot and we were doing that, I was doing that, it would be front page news everywhere, but the mainstream media and big tech, what do they do? They stifle Donald Trump. They stifle uh, uh, conservatives, and they have been for a long time, whether it's Google, Twitter, Facebook, you know, and, and Mark Zuckerberg. And now they are in cahoots, just like with the Hunter Biden laptop story, where, where you know, Twitter censored the New York Post, right? And they said, we're not going to let you run the story uh, and, and show it on Twitter. We're not going to show it on Facebook. That's what the left does. They work in uh, conjunction. And it is really uh, a, a deadly thing for, in my opinion, for American democracy. Oh, yeah. So 
You know, right? I mean, it's just an amazing thing that the left continues to stifle us and get away with it. So talk to us a little bit. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, it's not unbelievable. It's totally believable that the Obama and Clinton foundations were deeply in bed with uh, Mark Zuckerberg on this project, that uh, the strategist for Hillary Clinton, Obama's campaign manager, they're driving the bus on this. Talk to us about the how they all leverage the COVID pandemic. You talk about it in Rigged. It's mail-in voting, drop boxes, ballot harvesting, ballot curing, no photo ID. They leveraged all of this in order to help their rigged operation. That, that was the, you hit it right on head. That was the entire operation by Zuckerberg's, you know, funded operation was to make sure that they, uh, uh, you know, got uh, the money to help pay for uh, and fulfill the vote counts that they needed in these counties, in these districts. And so using the absentee ballot, the mail-in ballot, using the drop boxes uh, in all of these states uh, so that they could um, uh, turn out the vote. And that's what the, that's what I say the, is Zuckerberg putting his thumb on the scale. And Newt Gingrich says it best in the film where he says it wasn't on election day that they stole the election. It was in the months leading up to election day that they rigged the system so that Donald Trump could not win. It wasn't some, you know, magic fairy dust on election day. It wasn't some grand conspiracy on election day. It was built up over months. And this, what Zuckerberg funded was a major part, a major component of what they did. And so, so Donald Trump lost by only a few votes. And, uh, and, and here's the president, uh, walking right by me right now, actually. So, uh, it it is, it's, it's an amazing thing to be here at Mar-a-Lago. So, so I'm just saying to you, um, we have an amazing, uh, uh, film. I, the president sat and watched it with us last night, Monica. It was a, it was an amazing experience to sit there next to him and watch him watch the film that he stars in, but it's also about him. I mean, he said, I wish this film wasn't necessary. I w- it's depressing, um, this film, but it's so important to educate the American people and that everybody needs to see uh, this film. And Absolutely. it's, you know, and, and, and people can go to Rigged 2020, as you said, rigged2020.com and stream it uh, anytime they want uh, right now so that they can get the education they need uh, to provide their friends, their family, their neighbors with the ammunition. Absolutely. To, to, to defeat this argument by the left that, that Joe Biden is a legitimately elected president. So before I let you go, I got like two really big questions for you. But what jumped out at me is you've got David Pluff on camera in May of 2020 saying exactly how many votes Biden would need to beat Trump. And it came true almost to, to a number. So what a coincidence. So, OK, a couple of final big questions <laughs> for you. Um, are you saying in this film that the six million more votes Biden got, or maybe the tens of thousands of votes in the swing states that made the difference, are more or less fraudulent? Was it fraud that they were running? Or are you arguing that they were legitimate votes that the Zuckerberg crew effectively mobilized that we did not? Well, that's that's the you know, million dollar question, or in this day and age, I guess you have to say it's a billion dollar question. Um, 
so Jeff Landry, who is in the film, is the attorney general of Louisiana. He is has the Center for Tech and Civic Life under investigation in Louisiana for what they did. Um, and the, he just won on Thursday of last week uh, a three to nothing appellate court decision that allows him now to get into discovery on CTCL. Mm-hmm. And so once we get into the emails and the text messages, we it, Jeff Landry, not me, but Jeff Landry is going to be able to build a blueprint for how they did it and mm-hmm. who was involved. And then, um, you know, he, if once that becomes public, other attorneys general can use it in their states to investigate and you and use that as the roadmap. And that's how we're going to get to the answer to your question. Yeah, that is do we the know critical, that's the critical right? question. And, you know, and if you look at what they do to us, they harass us all the time. The le- I mean, the left has, you know, militarized uh, the criminal justice system against conservatives, against and against President Trump and his family. You look what they put him through. It's been an amazing thing. But it's a, um, uh, you know, it, it is really a, uh, we're not going to, we, we're only going to win if we're going to be as tough as they are. Well, that's and exactly we need to, we right, need Dave. Are we better prepared? I mean, I have been arguing after what they tried to do, destroying Donald Trump for five years, why, weren't, why wouldn't we think that the left would try to rig the 2020 election to stop him? And therefore, why were we not better prepared? So the question is, what are we doing now to stop this for 22 and 24? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I think the RNC is going to be a big player in that uh, and needs to be because I think we got, you know, caught with our uh, pants down, as the saying goes, in 2020, uh, that we do that, that, that there were people who, you know, and it's not that the the people didn't at the RNC didn't want President Trump to win. It was just that they didn't see around the corners that in this business you need to see around and we need to have an election integrity and we need to have a, 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 a legal team of killers just like they do. We have to find the Mark Elias to be candid on our side yes. who will do nothing but sit around and strategize on the legal and political operations. We need to have uh, our own team uh, both at the RNC, at states' attorneys general offices around yes. the country, b- building both a legal and political operation. So we beat them at the ballot box and in the courtroom because that's what they do. That's what Mark Elias has done. He's dedicated you know, the last many, many years to this. And we don't have the same firepower. And to be candid with you, it's, it, if we're going to win elections in the future, we, we must. Absolutely. And we need fleets of attorneys in all of these swing districts, urban areas, swing states. This is no joke. And I hope that we are building it out now because the Democrats have a decades long advantage in doing all of this in rigging and stealing elections. So I, I hope that we are on top of it unlike the last time. And also, David Pluff, he is the key guy. So we better keep a close eye, not just on Mark Elias, but David Pluff as well. The movie is called Rigged 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the website, rigged2020.com. Go there to stream 
rigged the Zuckerberg-funded plot to defeat Donald Trump. David Bossie has been our guest. He is the president of Citizens United, which produced this phenomenal documentary. Go there, educate yourself, and then get involved to make sure that our elections this time around and then in 24 are safe and secure and that the Democrats can't rip it off. Dave, great to have you. Congratulations on the film. Thanks for having me, Monica. We'll see you soon. You bet. All the best. David Bossy, back in a flash. Well, welcome back. Don't forget my uh, social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Monica Crowley and on Instagram at Monica Crowley underscore. My social media feeds are now completely savage in the words of Steve Bannon. So I hope you'll join me up there. I mean, I've always been a straight shooter, but as, as I told you, when I launched this program, I decided we ain't got time to bleed. So there is no time for politeness or, or chit chat or trying to skirt the edges of the issues. It is direct and to the point and savage. So please follow me all over social media at Monica Crowley on Twitter at Monica Crowley underscore on Instagram. And don't forget email. The email for this program is Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. And usually at the end of each show, I read some of your emails. So keep them coming. Here's DJ who writes, best wishes on having your own show again. Years ago, you warned of the dangers of Joe Biden. And of course you were correct. Glad you were here as the voice of sanity. As long as there are people who love it, our country can be saved. Amen to that, DJ. I really appreciate it. Uh, Bruce from Wyoming writes, hey, Monica, great podcast. Continue being a straight shooter. We need the truth for once. Love it. You are so right. Hillary belongs in prison. Federal prison. (laughs) Bruce, yes, thank you. So Kim writes, I will never miss one of your podcasts. You are right on target. Well, thank you very much, Kim. I appreciate that too. Uh, Let's see here. Thomas writes, uh, Tom, actually, good afternoon, Monica. Uh, He said, I'm dedicated to my profession. I work for a New York City banking consulting firm and so on. And he writes about the podcast. um, And I appreciate that. So thank you very much for the kind words and thank you for listening. Let's see. Jeff says, hi, Monica, loving your show. What's being done about election integrity for the 2020 midterms? The fact they got away with stealing 2020 tells me they have no reason not to do it again. And they're probably even better at it now. The Dems see the atrocious polling numbers, but haven't made a pivot to gain back any support. Instead, they keep doubling down on awful policy. This tells me they're not worried about the midterms, which is frightening. Thanks, Jeff. You are exactly right, Jeff. I've been thinking about this a lot. They do not seem at all worried about the midterms, which tells me that they are uh, teeing up more uh, fraud and more rigged, like we were just talking about with Dave Bossy. That's why we got to stay on top of this. Uh, Mike writes, hi, Monica, love your new podcast. It's nice to uh, be able to listen to it at work. Your insightful and informative format makes it a look forward to listen to show. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you so much. Uh, Barry writes, Barry says, Monica, exceptionally glad that your voice will be on this podcast 
just tuned in today after hearing the reference by Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. I was on their radio show yesterday. Um, And he writes more about different things that he would like um, me to cover. I appreciate that, Barry. God bless you, and thank you for carrying the flag. Well, we will stay on top of all of these issues, Barry. Thank you. Um, let's see. Andy writes, Monica, I heard you on Clay and Buck tuned in today to your podcast. Amazing. He says, also followed you on iHeart. Well, thank you so much. He also writes about China. And I will say that we are absolutely going to be covering China in extensive detail on this show. In fact, I think I bring a most unique perspective given my work with President Nixon and how it's evolved over time, our relationship with China. All right, that does it for today. Keep those emails coming. I will see you on Friday. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.